Of course, we're smack dab in the middle of football season. We've got a game this Saturday, but it's always time to talk a little recruiting. And now it's time to talk a little basketball as the SEC Media Days just happened. Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good. A little chilly in Tuscaloosa today. Uh, old man winter has arrived. Yeah, he has, and um, it feels like this Saturday should be great weather, it looks like, for the big game with Mississippi State. So that's always something fun to talk about. But let's start with a little recruiting talk. Kamarni McLean is going to announce, what, today's the 19th, so a week from tomorrow. Uh, the number one rated defensive back in the country. Some people think he's the number two or number three player in the country. Um, but I don't think it bodes very well for Alabama necessarily that he's going to commit this early. I, I think it, it all signs point to Florida, unfortunately, right? Yeah, um, I, I'm not uh, particularly optimistic at this point. You know, with Cormani, I sort of went from, uh, hey, this won't happen to, hey, this could happen to, hey, I really think this could happen to, I'm not so sure. And now I'm at a no, 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 no. And, you know, it's a little disappointing just simply because he's obviously a really good prospect. He's obviously a guy Alabama targeted uh, and recruited very hard. Uh, you know, Things have changed so much with recruiting, and I'll get to NIL in a second because that's what's changed recruiting the most by far. I mean, that's like, you know, it, it's gone from horse and buggy to race cars. Change NIL is, but, but, you know, the Saban era has changed recruiting so much. You know, at Alabama, it's kind of funny to me to that our fans now expect to sign the number one cornerback in Florida who can go to Miami, Florida, or Florida State. Uh, you know, in the in the 70s and 80s and 90s, this wouldn't have even been a dream, really. I mean, it wouldn't have even been a dream. It'd be like, because kids usually just sort of stayed home and went to the best program closest to them. And just the idea that you would sign the number one cornerback in the country or, or even the number one cornerback in Florida uh, was a pipe dream during the early years that I covered uh, or, or followed Alabama football recruiting. Uh, and then the Saban era happens, and now it's like, okay, who's the number one corner in the country? Oh, a guy named Cormani McLean from Florida. Oh, well, we'll probably get him. <laughs> that's how it's changed. But but now we've got an even bigger change, and that's NIL. And I'm not saying anything. I'm not alleging. I don't know what offers this kid has NIL-wise. I don't know. I just know this. Uh, NIL was a massive factor. Uh, no doubt. And and we're not going to sign every kid we want because of NIL. We will sign many, many, many kids we do want because of NIL. Alabama fans just have to get used to this. And I can tell from the reaction on message boards that they're not used to it yet. They think Alabama has, you know, I read one guy who's, what did Alabama do to fumble this as if it's Alabama's God-given right to sign the number one cornerback in the country every year, regardless of where he's from. Uh, you know, this is NIL as a major factor. I I, I am quite certain I say that. And 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 again, uh, I've, I've been saying this for months. And I'm right. Look at look where Alabama is in recruiting right now. Number one, 
uh, in a positive for Alabama. Alabama is one of the haves, not the have-nots. Uh, and and when, when it comes to a lot of kids in NIL, Alabama is going to be a good fit for them, but, but not every kid. So uh, I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised, I guess is the best way to put it. I'm never going to be surprised again, Luke in the NIL era when Alabama doesn't get this kid or that kid. I mean, I'm just not going to be surprised. And uh, I mean, it's just, you know, let's say the, if, if NIL was major league baseball free agency, Alabama's the Yankees or the Dodgers, you know, but do the Yankees or the Dodgers get every guy they target in free agency? No, they don't. So here we are. Yeah. And, and look, I know it's, it feels like sort of fake salvo, but you, we are getting Caleb Downs, and he's pretty awesome. I mean, they're not necessarily the same position, but, I mean, I think that – I mean, look, I, if you ask me which one would I rather have, I'd, first of all, I'd probably say I'd take – I'd love to take either one of them, but I really love what I see out of Caleb Downs just because he's – You, it seems like you can put him anywhere on the field. Cormani McLean may be the same guy. I don't know. Um I personally never bought into the fact that Alabama would be getting him as well. So I'm not quite as disappointed as some other folks. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's not over. I mean, I guess stranger things have happened. But I think at this point uh, the consensus is Alabama is not going to be the choice for Cormani McLean. And, and, again, that's okay. Still the number one class, still a lot of positive things. Meanwhile, Justice Haynes will be visiting Georgia uh, coming yeah. up this weekend, I think it is. And, um, you know, okay, but and, and a lot of people are worried about that, but he has made it very clear he's going to stick to his Alabama commitment, and I think he is. Um, he is a five-star now on just about every service, uh, either the number one or number two running back in the country by most services. So, uh, yeah, very excited about him. I think every now and again we, we focus so much more on the losses. It's really the way we look at football in general we dwell on the losses much more than we revel in the wins. And it's probably because we win so much on the field and in recruiting that the losses stick out so much. I'll tell you, Jimmy, this, this victory that Tennessee got this weekend and God bless them. I mean, Hey, you won the game. I mean, kudos. I, I don't know what else to tell you. I know it feels like every Alabama fan is whining about the officials. I understand that, but I'm, I'm also going to say Tennessee was better. Tennessee was yeah. better that day, and they did a yeah. lot of things right, and they are a very good team, and Hinda Hooker should be right there in the Heisman hunt and all that stuff. I think Tennessee's really, really good. Um, but, you, you know, Tennessee is getting a lot of mileage out of this victory, man. I mean, Twitter is my, – my Twitter feed is all orange. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, like the, every meme is about Saban or, or Tennessee wins or goalpost in the Tennessee River. And, and again – Kudos to them. And one of their guys actually had a tweet that's very true. Now, there's a positive and negative to it, but his tweet was it showed the uh, the crowd on the field after the game. And he said, you know, Alabama's got the greatest coach ever. They're in the middle of the greatest dynasty ever. They have all these national championships. They have everything, but they'll never have this moment. And my response to him was, look, I will take winning 15 out of 16 against y'all and winning all these championships over one good day. You know, there's no question in my mind, but I will say this, that, that he's right in a sense. We're never going to have that. I, I mean, we're never and, gonna lose fact, 15 years. We're never going to lose 15 years in a row to one team. Correct. And I don't want to have that. But my point is, 
Um, that's, that's by nature, that's what we do. We dwell on the losses more than we revel in the wins. That's, that's what we do. That's, and, and that's going to be the same in recruiting. And so I'm going to employ everybody, implore everybody to, um, to really celebrate a Caleb Downs or a Justice Haynes instead of lamenting the loss of a Carmani McLean. Jimmy, uh, this episode, by the way, is brought to you by Bet Online. I don't think I said that earlier, and I'm going to tell everybody about Bet Online in just a little bit. But right now, I need to tell everybody about Sweat Block. I talked about it yesterday. This is a real review from a real person. I won't, won't reveal last names, but his name was Chris. He suffered from excessive underarm sweat for 10 years. He was so worried about sweating through his dress shirts that he was using maxi pads as padding to absorb the sweat. That's crazy. Nobody should have to go through that. And here's the thing. You can't control it. It just is. It's the way you're wired. So you might need a product, and that product is Sweatblock. It's the way it's going to save you. Look, Sweatblock was created by a doctor to help uh, his own excessive sweating. So this doctor had an excessive sweating problem, and he creates this product to help himself out, and then he begins to sell it. And this doctor created and doctor recommended if you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweat Block. Save 20% with promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. That's sweatblock.com. Use promo code locked on. It's available at Amazon as well. But if you want to save that 20%, go to sweatblock.com. Use promo code locked on, sweatblock.com. I promise you, you'll love this product. All right, Jimmy, let's talk a little bit about basketball, sort of break up the monotony. I want to talk some um, Alabama-Mississippi all-star selections on the on the back end. But uh, SEC Media Days just happened, and it gets about as much fanfare as the Lake Martin area Comic Con. <laughs> I mean, I, it's so funny. I mean, SEC basketball has been pretty good. And I'm talking, if you aren't a true basketball fan, you don't know that SEC Media Days was going on. You just don't know it. Um, you got to search for news about SEC basketball. That being said, Alabama uh, was predicted to finish fifth uh, behind Kentucky and Arkansas and Tennessee and Auburn. And I can buy that. I can certainly buy that. Um, again, I think Alabama has a chance to be better. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, the first team, all SEC team, is made up of a, guy, a lot of guys who – I think you're going to make that team. It's uh, Nick Smith Jr., who a lot of people think will be the freshman of the year. I'm going to put my money on Brandon Miller, and we'll get to him in a second. But Nick Smith Jr. is a guy Alabama thought they had a really good shot at from Arkansas. He ends up committing to Arkansas, and sometimes you just roll the dice and lose. Colin Castleton from Florida is also on that team. Very good player. Sort of surprisingly came back for another year. Oscar Shibway, I mean, returning national player of the year. Yeah, good dude. Severe Ooh. Wheeler. Transfer from Georgia now at Kentucky, um, and, and was at Kentucky last Did you year. Think he was going to be that good? No, I, that's I'm going to tell you something. That's one I. That's probably the one I have. I take exception with, and we'll, we'll get to it. No, what I mean um, is when Severe Wheeler was at Georgia and, and was a good player, and then he transferred to Kentucky. I've been sort of stunned at how good he is. Like I, I thought he was a good player at Georgia. I didn't know he was this good. I guess you don't well, really know till you surround him with dudes. Well, and again, I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying, is he first team All SEC over, um, right? You know, some of these other dudes. I, I don't know. Um, maybe he is because I'm not necessarily. Nobody's necessarily coming to mind. Maybe he is, but I think Kentucky in basketball gets sort of the benefit of the doubt as Alabama does 
in basketball, in football when it comes to all SEC predictions. So, I mean, yeah, okay. Santiago Viscavi from Tennessee is going to be your – wrap that up. Now, second team all SEC, this is where it gets interesting. Javon Quinterly makes the team, even though he probably won't even start out playing until, you know, sometime in December at best. That, that sort right. of gets me – that sort of, like, makes me mad. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe there are – I haven't heard the latest medically on Quinterly. Uh, maybe that's your chance. I'm just saying, I, I don't, I guess I just focus on November in terms of like Quinterly is not even, he's not even dressed out in November and probably not December, not even dressing out. I mean, yeah, it's, it's silly. I mean, but these preseason lists to have, look, I'm not fine with Athlons or Street and Smiths, if that's still a thing, or ESPN having a preseason all SEC team. What does the SEC need to have an all-SEC team preseason? It's sort of silly. I mean, because all they can do is look stupid. I wish they'd call it something else. Players to watch or this guy's No, good. that's dumb. Or, look, yeah, I mean, look, hang on. All-SEC, it should be a postseason thing. Yeah, but I hate the – you know what I hate? When they have the Davy O'Brien watch list. I'm like, why isn't everybody on it? Did, I mean, it makes no sense to have one at the beginning of the season because a gazillion things could happen. So why have one? Just say every quarterback is on the Davey O'Brien watch list. It would be – I think it would be better and more efficient if they said, here's the quarterbacks we're not watching. <laughs> we're not watching the Iowa quarterback, whoever the hell every, that is. I say it every time. If, if you don't have to be on the list to win the award, then why are you putting out the list? Yeah. Man, it's stupid. just proof of like – so these are the only guys you're watching? You know, another dude won your award, and you said you weren't even watching him. Um, but uh, as I said, Alabama predicted to finish fifth. Uh, it goes Kentucky, Arkansas, Tennessee, Auburn, Bama, A&M. I think that's that's an interesting – I mean, you know, obviously A&M uh, flying pretty high after they finished the season so strong last year. Then Florida. Look, I could see this Florida team doing a little more too. Um LSU, I don't know what – first of all, how do you how do you even rank LSU at this point any, anywhere from first to last? They, they have got a whole new ball club. Um, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Missouri, Vandy, Georgia, and South Carolina. What's interesting about South Carolina to me is they signed the number one player in the country, uh, according to some, uh, some yeah. rankings. So, yeah, I, I mean, that's – I think his name's – is it Gigi? What's his name? Gigi something. Anywho, doesn't matter. He's good. What? what here's good. Here, here's something good though. I mean, let's say this ends up accurate, and we we all know it won't be. But if it ends up accurate, the fifth best team in the SEC makes the NCAA tournament almost every Easy. year. Not not Easy. every year, but almost every single year, the fifth best team in the SEC makes the NCAA tournament. So to me, this is the SEC media uh, basically saying, "Hey, we think Alabama's an NCAA tournament team." So that that should be. I think, uh, man, if we make the NCAA tournament for the third year in a row, uh, it's hard to argue Nate's not not doing a really good job, you know, just simply making the tournament. We have to remember how long we went without making the tournament or making it, you know, once every 10 years or whatever. But uh, three years in a row would be uh, really good, particularly with having such a, a new roster. But, uh, you know, Quinterly, I mean, the way I look at I mean, I'm, I look at the point guard as, I mean, Alabama's point guards are Mark Sears and, and, and Bradley and 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 if if if, if Quinterly makes it back, great. I mean, I I guess I just in my head I just look at Quinterly like gravy and not a not a uh, you know a. a
a, a huge factor for Allegheny. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Bet Online. You know you love Bet Online. I love Bet Online. We all love Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your football betting info this year. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis in every game out there. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every single sport there is. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games, including MLB, NFL, college football, MMA, boxing, golf, whatever it is. Head to BetOnline.net today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. All right, one thing that I always love every year, Jimmy, is the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star Game. You and I have uh, loved this game forever and ever. The greatest story ever to come out of uh, the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star Game is is Wallace Gilberry. And uh, I'm not going to bore everybody with that story again, but most people who follow recruiting know it. Um, but this year, of course, is going to be in December again. It's going to be the 36th edition of the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star Game. And uh, a lot of players – from uh, Alabama's roster has been announced now, and um, Alabama's got some dudes that uh, are committed that are going to be on the team. They, they have some dudes from the Mississippi side, too, that will be on the team, and we can talk about them later, but I don't have that list in front of me. They're going to be coached by Keith Etheridge of Auburn High School, who is a very good coach, and uh, so it's going to be great a great experience for these guys to be coached up by uh, Coach Etheridge. But now the Alabama players that are going to be in this – Contest are Jaleel Hurley, that's easy, uh, Yonzi Pierre, Quez McKeldry, McElderry, sorry, Quiz McElderry. I always mess up his name. Hunter Osborne and Will Conformby. Now, there's some other dudes. There's the last guy. Will Conformby. Oh, oh, okay. okay. I just I just misheard that, and I'm like, do we have a commitment? I'm unaware. Did we get a new commitment? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm pretty sure I know the kids' names that are committed or are being recruited. Okay. Now, gotcha. also, there's also James Smith will be there. Um, Quay Russell will be at the game, too. Now, both of those guys could end up as Alabama as well. Right. There will also be Kelby Collins um, of Gardendale. By the way, Kelby Collins and Gardendale play Mountain Brook this weekend. That's going to be a really fun game for anybody who gets the NFHS network and, and can watch it. That's going to be a really fun game. There's some unbelievable high school. This, this week in college football is not great. I'm not trying to get off track, but – in high school football in the state of Alabama, this week is bananas. Uh, Jeremiah Cobb and uh, Montgomery Catholic take on Andalusia and Jamari and Burnett. Now, Cobb is committed to Auburn. He's leading rusher in the state this year. He's, well, he's close to the leading rusher. Very good player. Um, but uh, Jamari and Burnett at Andalusia is a Love thing, it. too. And so, anyway. Um, but going back to the All-Star game, uh, mm -hmm. Alabama could have another great representation in this contest. It's one of my most favorite events of the year. And uh, so I'm looking forward to it. And I, I love to see this list come out. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorite events of the year too. You know, recruiting has changed so much and uh, like everybody else, you know, you always think about the, the quote good old days. And uh, to me, it was almost more fun. This high school all-star game when it's played, you know, before signing day, like it is right now, you know, but you know, before signing day, and then you can watch practices and watch the game and find a kid that you're, you're like, you know, now that he's competing against the best of the best and you get a better evaluation because of who he's on the field with competing against, you know, it's fun to like, man, I didn't, man, that kid is better than we thought. Let's.
go let's go offer this guy that that's a scenario like that but with recruiting like it is and nil and how early you have to get on kids and your spots are already gone it's just probably impossible for a school like alabama to add you know a kid that late in the process as a as a must-have but uh, what i do like luke not necessarily for alabama's sake but some of these kids who are uncommitted or maybe not recruited as highly as they had hoped, uh, this is one last opportunity for them to sort of uh, make a splash before signing day and, and pick up some some offers from their performance just in this high school all-star game. So that's that's pretty cool to me, if it's even if it's not necessarily an Alabama thing uh, or, or University of Alabama thing. But uh, I do like the high school all-star game. Again, it's a great evaluation tool. Uh, all of these variables that make it so hard to evaluate high school players are sort of removed when you put all the good ones on the field at the same place. Uh, it's a lot easier in practice and in the game when you're playing against the very best kids in Mississippi to, uh, to, to just make a better evaluation about, you know, how fast a kid is, how good a kid is, how physical a kid is. All the variables are removed. I mean, this is his peer group. These will be the kids going to the big colleges uh, at the same time, uh, you know, at, all, all at the same time. So, so I like it. And a strong group that's uh, committed to Alabama. Yeah, back. and I'm I'm so thrilled here, by the way, for the first time in a long time, back in Mobile. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm thrilled it's in Mobile too. I I really um, enjoy of course, this. Of course, they move it back to Mobile at a time I'm probably going to be in Tuscaloosa. Of course they do. <laughs> but it's it's so much fun. The only problem with doing it in Mobile, uh, just about every time I've been down there and called a game, the the weather's been bad. Like, yeah. I know it wasn't bad the year A.J. McCarron. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it was bad that year, but the year – I'm trying to remember. I think it was Corey Grant, who at the time was ended up signing with Alabama and was committed to Alabama. Of course, he transferred out to Auburn eventually. But I remember he didn't have a great game, and part of it was because of, you know, the weather was just so bad. Um, it just – it's one of those things. But, anyway, I'm excited about it. This is yeah. one of my favorite – January is not uh, ideal weather time of Mobile. I mean, it's just – you know, it's it's often rainy in Mobile, then, then throw in the cold, you know. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's podcast, everybody. I told a guy one time at the Senior Bowl, this this true true story, well, you know, the Senior Bowl in January in Mobile and all these NFL people are here. And I used to, you know, when I was a lawyer practicing downtown, I, I'm around all the Senior Bowl guys all the time. And one day was typical Mobile January. It was freaking 34 degrees and raining. And uh, I'm in the coffee shop that's next to the Senior Bowl office, next to the Senior Bowl headquarters where all the coaches are. And there's a scout from the Buffalo Bills in front of me in the uh, in the uh, in the coffee line. He turned around and said, "Good morning." And I said, "Welcome home." <laughs> I mean, I just figured this must be like because <laughs> every day in Buffalo, he's like, he's like, "Yeah, I got on the plane. It was this. I landed mobile. It's this." I'm like, I mean, yeah, it, it is crazy how, yeah. Alabama weather is cray-cray, y'all. Uh, anywho, that's going to do it for today's podcast. Tomorrow we'll be back with our predictions for the weekend, so looking forward to that and looking forward to you subscribing. And thank you guys for making us your first listen. Man, our subscriber count is up over 2,500 now. That's amazing. We appreciate you guys so much. Hey, and even the guys that, like, you know, we, we've gotten some – comments both positive and negative and some most of it's constructive criticism when it's negative and so we appreciate it y'all feel free to keep commenting say whatever you like if you appreciate the program say so if you like hey this is what you can do to improve we know audio can improve we know this and uh we're we're trying to work on i think these last couple of days have been a lot better when jimmy is at his house it's a ton better <laughs> and apparently he's on a cloud right now it's got a, he's actually in the cloud 
So um, anyway, thank yeah. you guys a ton. Broadcasting from an iCloud. <laughs> All right, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.